Hello, friends, and welcome to the Business Emergency, Business 911, COVID-19, Business Emergency, whatever you're up to program. My name is Jeff Yablon, and let's talk about how you're going to get your business back on track. The topic du jour? Well, no, not of the day, but the month, the season, the year, maybe the topic that's going to be eating you up for a few years is COVID-19, the coronavirus. It's the first honest-to-goodness global pandemic in, well, 100 years, and yeah, I know polio was pretty serious about 60 years ago, but that wasn't nearly the same thing. The Business Emergency Podcast is here because I'm determined to help you get things back up and running in a difficult, never-before-have-we-seen-anything-like-it kind of time. Uh, Who am I? I've been running Answer Guys Central for a couple of decades now, and we've always specialized in pointing our clients in the right direction to get things moving better. Feel free to poke around on AnswerGuy.com if you want to check us out. In the first episode of the COVID-19 Emergency Podcast, we talked about the things being measured and how we, via government mandate, of course, are reacting to them. Episode 2 was about increases and decreases in shopping patterns during the coronavirus emergency and other economic downturns, and now it's time we move on to something way more specific. What happens when a big chunk of the previously socialized workforce is instructed to work at home forever? Well, there will be social consequences to that. The interactions you have outside of your home have more than a little to do with your mental state, and not forming day-to-day bonds with your coworkers will change quite a few things that we take for granted in business. But our concern here is the effect that COVID-19 has on your business, and work at home forever will be quite the blow to a few business sectors, maybe one from which they don't know how to recover. Airlines are going to have a long road back, for example. This week, one major American airline started booking all of the seats on their planes, but only one so far. The others are waiting a couple more months to assess the impact on passenger health, preferring to maintain some semblance of social distancing. And that's not even the point. Airlines maintain fiscal viability by selling business class and higher tickets more than by filling every seat at low prices. This one's a work in progress, friends, and it's possible airlines are going to look very different for a very long time, and they're the lucky ones. Big airlines are working with multi-billion dollar cash flow that they can massage to stay afloat for a long time, even as they lose money. And they'll go to the government to get big bailouts as businesses vital to the overall economy, too. If a big enough number of previously office-based workers work at home forever, what's going to happen to the businesses that rely on those workers for their businesses? who do I mean? Ask yourself this. How will dry cleaners stay in business if 20 or 30 or 40% of their customers stop needing their work clothes cleaned and pressed? What about restaurants and delis and other takeaway food services that make a big chunk of their money from workers on the run? Listen, I've been in New York City most days since the coronavirus pandemic screwed with our lives, and I can tell you that it seems like maybe, maybe 10% of the ubiquitous food trucks normally lining the streets of the business districts in New York are there, and they're not even doing any business. And we haven't even touched on real estate. People in residential real estate, at least the smart ones, are killing it right now. Prices are rising as urban dwellers abandon their homes and flee to the suburbs. And if you're selling houses, you have all the work you can handle. Although you probably have to put in more hours arranging the nuances of virtual tours than you did setting up in-person showings. 
but all the office space that people who are going to be working at home forever occupy, the owners of those spaces are going to have a problem releasing them, and that assumes that release even becomes a serious conversation at all. Ever heard of something called a force majeure clause? It basically gives parties two contracts and out in the event an act of God makes the terms untenable. COVID-19 made us not need 50% or more of our space, and we have the lawyers who are ready to fight that fight. Now, sure, it's hard to get worked up about entities like Kushner companies having to cover their nuts. And yeah, big enough real estate groups are going to see bailouts too, just like those airlines. But we're still talking about major rejiggering of businesses that push a lot of money and provide a lot of jobs around. Next up, a few business sectors that may have no path back to viability. And in episode four, we're going to begin talking about your best way forward.